Before we start this week's episode of Just Saying, we'd like to introduce you to our Riveter. What began as two military spouses armed with a big idea, a sewing machine, and a canvas has grown into a bold movement that provides portable careers to military spouses. To learn more and shop these handcrafted bags, please visit ourriveter.com. Use code BRIEF at checkout for 15% off all signature collection items. Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick, your host. Today we're going to talk about one-on-ones, how to talk to your boss or how to have somebody talk to you. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. So glad you're here. If you've been here before, really glad to have you back. Please spread the word. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And as you may not know, I've written a book called Noise, Leading and Living When Nobody Can Focus. I'm the founder and managing director of a business called The Brief Lab. We teach people how to become clear and concise communicators in a world that's filled with static interruptions and distractions, how to keep your head in the game. Clear thinking leads to clear, leads to clear, clear communicating. So today we're going to talk about something that leaders and subordinates struggle with, and it is mutually painful, and it's called the one-on-one. It's not a basketball or sports uh, defensive scheme. It is one-on-one, t- giving your boss an update, talking about what's going on in the business, scheduled check-in. Anybody who has direct reports or subordinates knows what the one-on-one is. And if you've got a boss, you know what a one-on-one is. They are mutually painful. And something really surprising happens, and this is what inspired me to do this podcast today, is they're really frequently canceled or rescheduled. You ever notice that? Both sides of the equation find reason to cancel them. So you have them on the calendar. you got to check in with your boss. The boss wants to check in with subordinates. But they're canceled all the time. Why? Why are they canceled? You know, it's, it's been weeks. I haven't talked to you in weeks. So I'm so busy. Yeah. But why do they get ske- rescheduled so much? So I started doing some reflecting. I started asking some people. And it's so funny because the same reaction from everybody. They're like, yeah, they do get rescheduled all the time. They're dropping them off, and I don't mind when they get dropped off, or I drop them off, and they're always getting bumped from the calendar, and my one-on-ones, and how do I keep those things on track? And But why? Well, one of the reasons was, you know, people end up saying the same thing over and over again. They're really not that productive. It becomes kind of a monologue. It doesn't feel effective, like a good use of time. Time runs over. People aren't prepared. Uh, they kind of ramble on. There's random thoughts. They go on tangents. Maybe you're giving an update in a one-on-one and the boss diverts the conversation and talks about something completely different, gets hijacked. Um, they get delayed where you if not enough time and you end up, it feels like therapy. And it's just, I don't like the whole thing could just be really, really awkward. It's unproductive. It's just not effective. And I want to do a podcast on this. If you're, if you've got direct reports from the vantage point of, I have people that report to me, you want these to be effective. You want, to, you want to know what's going on. And if you have a boss, you want to be able to keep that person informed and in tune with what you're doing. Issues that you're having, successes that you're having, you, know, you, you, you want to do this. It's important. So how do you fix it? Well, this is a moment to tighten the relationship, not tank it. 
And I think bad one-on-ones can tank both sides. It's mutually painful. So it's not one person's to blame. So how do you fix it? Well, like I've done in the previous podcast, we talked about uh, you know, your elevator speech in other podcasts. I'm going to ask you to reference a brief map. So I'm, I'm assuming that you understand and have a brief map accessible. And if you don't, what I'd like you to do is go to thebrieflab.com and we have a resource section. Just go and download one and print it out and just pause this and go back and re-listen to it. Okay, and You can follow along. But I'm going to give you an example of how to run a one-on-one. And I'm going to do this the way I do it with people that work with me. Okay, These maps are editable. So you, when you download them, you can actually type in the brief map. And in the bottom of the project, you could put one-on-one with boss or you know one-on-one update. And then you put the date and your name. And you fill it in. Now there's two pages to a brief map. I'm going to recommend on the second page is all your level one detail. So if you've got any numbers or financials or names and companies and dates and anything that's kind of level two documentation of details, put it on the second page. Okay. On the map on page one, that's where you're going to put the summary. You're going to fill it in. Here's the benefit. When you do this, if you're the person giving the update, the one-on-one, you send this in advance to your boss, to your to your your, your, uh, your leader, your commander, you, your manager. When he or she gets it, they read it. And now you have framed the conversation that you want to have with them. If you're on the receiving end, demand it. Before you do a one-on-one, ask for this map to be filled out. Before the meeting starts, have it sent to you. Before you start talking, read it. And then the conversation will be framed for you. What does that do? It allows both of you to have the same conversation. It eliminates um, hijacking, changing the subject, turning it into therapy or a rant session or complaining or talking about unimportant things or things that are all over the map. No. You prepare the conversation and for a certain amount of time and you map it all out. When I get these, I read it. And if I haven't read it before the meeting, I ask for a minute or two to read it before we start talking. And it puts my head in the right frame of reference. If you're the person giving it, expect the person and ask the person, did you read the did you read my like my map agenda for the one-on-one? If they hadn't, say, let me just give you a minute so you can read it first. It's a, it's well worth the one or two minutes of silence for the person to read it because it puts people in the right frame of mind. Okay, so I'm gonna, like I did last week, I'm going to walk you through a sample map of how to do this. Okay, so you got a brief map in front of you. As you can visualize, because you're probably, maybe you're driving in a car right now, or you're in a place where you can't sit. So if you know what a map is, you can kind of envision it. If you have one in front of you, you're looking at it right now. You've got in the middle of the map is the center box. It's box number one. Around that, clockwise, from the top right is box two, background, box three, relevance, box four, bottom center, information, box five, bottom left, ending, box six, top left, follow-up. It goes top right, clockwise, to top left, spelling the word brief. Background, relevance, information, ending, follow-up. Okay, so in the middle of the map, what you put for your one-on-one is the most important topic you need to discuss. The most important topic. This is 
not going to say one-on-one or update to boss. It will say the most important thing we need to talk to. I want you to go back to a podcast that I did called, you know, the most important, the most essential thing, the single most important thing. That's what it's called. Okay. I want you to reference episode 70, which is around meeting agenda design. There's a lot of commonality between meeting agenda designs and one-on-ones. I want you to reference podcast number 39, the pitfalls of progress reports. The single most important thing, meeting agenda design in the pitfalls of progress reports are podcasts that are worth re-listening to in relation to this, how to do a one-on-one. Okay. So in the middle, box number one, easy day. What is the most important thing that we need to talk about? If the one-on-one gets cut off for the first five or 10 minutes, did we talk about the most important thing? Okay. And then box number three, why is that so important that we talk about that right now? What this does is it allows us to focus our attention on the most important things and not have it become diffused across a lot of things. That doesn't mean in the one-on-one that you don't have an opportunity to talk about many things, but you're always talking about the most important thing first. Okay, so in we're going to go, that's box one. What is it? What's the most important thing? Box three, why? Go back to box two, the background. And in the background, you want to remind me, please? Couple bullet points. What was the last date we had a one-on-one? What was the duration of the update? What were the discussion points? And what were the action items? Remember the people that are updating you will, won't remind you and you don't have a photographic memory? Remind us what we're talking about. Okay, remind your boss or ask to be reminded. That's Really good information in the background. It creates continuity from one-on-one to one-on-one so these conversations progress. Okay? So now you're kind of clockwise moving down to the information. Box number four, very similar to the meeting agenda design podcast. Topics and time. Obviously, point number one is going to be the most important thing. How much time do you want to talk about it? If it's you got an hour and you want to talk about it for a half hour, talk about it for a half hour. Manage the time. Then point number two, I'm going to talk about the budget. Five minutes. Okay. I might have some things on page two that reference the budget or an attachment. Point three, point four, it's, you'll kind of list them. From most important to least important, always talk about the most important thing first. Always end with the least important thing. Why? Because if the conversation goes long or you get cut off or you really need to talk more about something, you can always have the least important conversation later. Okay, People do it the opposite and you never have enough time to talk about the most important thing. Okay, And it, it really helps. Okay? And then box five is the ending, is you just write in your in your in your one-on-one in X minutes, I hope to at least accomplish blank. So you're adding up the topics in time, because if it's a 60-minute one-on-one or 30 minutes, in 30 minutes, I at least want to get your approval on this project. Or on in 45 minutes, I at least want you to understand what my revised role is in this project. Whatever. But you state the the end state or the intended goal that you have in the meeting at a minimal level, okay? So when I read these, when they're written out like this, before I start conversation, a conversation, it's already been framed. I'm controlling the conversation. I'm in a better one-on-one. What does this do? It makes for both sides, you get what you put into it. It makes these one-on-ones super effective. I've done this. It works like a charm. How long does it take to prepare these? For the person giving them, it takes about five minutes. 
Sometimes if you do it handwritten, it could take you two minutes. What's the hardest thing about doing it? Determining what's the most important thing to talk about. You have to manage the agenda a bit. Go back to the background. What did we talk about in the past? You might need to go back to your notes. And then when you end the thing, because in your brief map, box six, box six is the follow-up, you're going to write the action items. Hint, the action items from today's one-on-one become the, the update or the background of the next one-on-one. Now you're showing your boss or your superior progress, that you value his or her time, that you can keep things on track, that you have focus, that you're clear, you have intention. Okay? And if you're the boss and you're demanding this, it takes tension out of conversations that normally have a lot of tension. If you do this, if people do one-on-ones poorly, going back to what we talked about earlier, they do them poorly, what happens? Something really interesting happens. It creates tension. You see tension in the relationship. Um, people get tired. Right? This, it's exhausting. I, I don't look forward to these. They're not, they're, they're, they become rants. They're random. They're unpredictable. They become kind of fruitless. In essence, kind of a waste of time. Why am I doing this? If you've got a bunch of people to report to you, you need to do these many times over the course of every week to two weeks. They have to be effective. That's what it looks like when it's poor. But if they're done well, the way I'm suggesting, this is what it looks like. It's productive. Then you get things done. Um, it energizes the relationship. I'm giving and getting what I need. Right? It helps both sides of the equation become more focused. Things become planned out, more predictable, and certainly way more productive. Productive way more productive. So for both sides, you get what you put into it. Okay. So that's why one-on-ones are so important and how to fix them using a brief map. Okay. So wrap this up. Notice your reaction the next time a one-on-one gets rescheduled or canceled. Notice it. If it's joy, it means that it's still badly broken. Just saying. For more information on our books, tools, workshops, webinars, and keynotes, please visit thebrieflab.com, T-H-E-B-R-I-E-F-L-A-B.com.